I'm Michael Cass. Welcome to Arts North. Arts North, everything art. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. We've uh, so many different reasons. Some of it's pandemic, some of it's life, some of it's just, you know, uh, losing just, you know, creative blocks. I'm sure my artist friends will all understand that. Any Anybody that's creative will get that. Just life, you know, life, life gets busy. I um I did do, however, a phase two, we'll call it a phase two from Amanika Arts, a phase two uh, podcast with uh, Rob Buddy and Carolee McDonald, the editors from Thimble Magazine. Uh, unfortunately, and I have to let Rob know if you <laughs> if he doesn't know already by listening to this, that it didn't work out so well. Some of the audio was a little bit uh, garbled and muddy, so that's something I'll have to fix and work on, and perhaps we can do another episode. This episode is with a gentleman um, whose name is Roy Lewis, and Roy, I met Roy. Roy's an actor a director, a playwright, a poet, just a wonderful, beautiful person, beautiful spirit, creative spirit, um, somebody who I like to call my friend. Uh, I met Roy while I was an apprentice stage manager at Theatre Northwest. Roy came in to do A Christmas Carol. That's the first show we did. We also did Alice in Wonderland together, and he did uh, It's a Wonderful Life. This is Roy Lewis on Arts North. Good morning. And good morning from Prince George, British Columbia. <laughs> Where we... I miss Prince George. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I there's do. A gi- I like... There's a giant... I there, like... Sorry, there's a giant orange ball in the sky that I'm, I'm really not sure what it is. Really? Yes, it's called the sun, and we haven't seen it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sun is shining brightly here, let me tell you. <laughs> and you're, you're near Stratford, right? I'm in. I'm literally in the city. I thought so. I, I remember when we were when we first met. We were discussing about where you would, where you were living, or where your home base was. Yeah, it's the city of Stratford. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I used to live in I used to live in Toronto, and then you know that that migration from you know from Toronto to the outskirts of Toronto, Brampton, and then from there to Stratford, Ontario, the theater hub of the country. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. some people would say Toronto or Montreal, but I think Stratford and the Stratford Festival and everything that that goes along with it is well Stratford has a very artist a, a very supportive artistic community that's, that's so. wonderful that's wonderful we need yeah. more we need more communities like that i think so i think so but i really thought that um, prince george was building something really very lovely as well that it that it had a a little supportive community for a while am i wrong <clears throat> no no it's still we still um well, sixteen years or seventeen years ago, I, I I ended up here, and and I was I couldn't wait to leave actually, and yeah, I was looking for I wanted to be everywhere but here, uh, you know, but the old adage of wherever you go, there you are, and exactly one thing that kept me here was, and I phoned my dad. I remember phoning my dad and saying, you know, I think I'll stick around because the arts community here in Prince George is very vibrant, and that was such. When it's still, even with even with everything that's going on, 
mm-hmm. um, and 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 forcing you know forcing us to to keep our distance and not visit mm-hmm. as much. Yeah, the the arts community is still we're still strong. We're still moving along, eh? Lovely, lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just hoping the theaters will be able to open soon. Yes, I know exactly. But but when they open, how will they open? Will we still have to sort of practice some form of social distancing? Will that does that mean less audience members in a theater on any given night? I think it may mean that. And that for you know, we I was I did a I wrote a, a column for the Prince George Citizen about that mm-hmm. and and how how the bond between cast members. It's formed in the rehearsal hall. The bond, mm-hmm. to, the bond between cast and stage management crew and backstage hands mm-hmm. form, and then that, and then when when the production is on, when it's running, that 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 interaction with the audience. Now you could probably speak better to that than I can, but if they're like you get as much. I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you get as much energy from the audience as as you you give out, or vice versa. Absolutely, it's a uh, it's a communal it's a communal art form. I mean, the artists on the stage offering their energy to the audience, and they're basically and they're taking energy from the audience. All of this fuels the production. All of this shapes the production, so it's never really the same on any given night. It, it can be different. It can be different on a Wednesday uh, than it is on a Friday. It's still the same show, but just a richness, a richness, a wonder that is not seen perhaps the night before. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I made a T-shirt that said, um, uh, and it had comedy and tragedy on it, and it said theater, the original, the the original, the original three D. The original 3D production. Yes, <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. So we met when, um, geez, it was a while ago, five five years ago, maybe. It has to be about that, yeah. At yeah, a production yeah. in at Theater Northwest was my yeah was my first production in a long time as, and then apprenticing as a stage manager and. When, Mm-hmm. Was that your first? Was that your first show at Theater Northwest, or had you been there before? Now, uh, are we are we talking about? We're not talking about. It's a Wonderful Life, are we? No, um, talking about uh, uh, a Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol was the first show that I did at in Prince George. Was that your first show? That was my first show. But not was it? It wasn't your first show with Jack and Lauren and. It was my first show with Jack and Lauren. Oh. Yeah, it was. And and Heather Davies, too. Heather Davies, who directed it, was my first show with her. Our paths had crossed. Heather and my path had crossed. And she got this job out west. And she phoned me up and said, ask me if I'd like to be a part of it. I said yes. And so that was our first show working together. But as I said, our paths had crossed before that. We'd been friends before she invited me to come and work with her at Theatre Northwest. Um, the community is the community is is a tight knit. The uh, the the acting and the, the theatre community is is a mm-hmm. tight knit community, and it's it's small. Yeah, yeah. It's it's small. You find the you know a lot of people. 
and and that's what makes it um so difficult this time for for i'm pretty fortunate it's not my it's uh, i mean in it, fortunate in the sense that that the gig work is not my mm-hmm. is not my bread and butter but i mm-hmm. i just my heart just aches for people you know in the theater in the theater and in the music industry yeah yeah it's like our hands are tied behind our backs you know. And how are how are you? You doing okay? Uh, I'm doing. I'm still doing creative things. I'm. Uh, I've been doing readings of plays over the internet. I've been doing recordings of plays over the internet, over Zoom and other platforms. I'm writing. I'm reading my. I'm reading the things that I'm writing to people in in a socially distanced environment. So I'm still doing creative things. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I think we. I think uh, creative people. Uh, I believe that mm. all. I believe that every person is intuitively creative. But those people. Mm-hmm. But those people that are driven by their creativity, I think there's a. Even if there's no venue, we we make a venue we have to we have to create absolutely absolutely yeah so you're right i didn't know what are you are you are you writing stories plays shows what are you all of it all of it all of it yeah yeah i'm a i'm a a playwright i've um i've written shows I've written shows that have been, I've written shows that have been um, produced. I was part of a, a collective recently where we told the story of the first black postman called The Postman Walks. So I was one of the writers on that. Um, I, I have written things. Um, I'm a published poet. Um, yeah. I did I, not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So where can I re- where can I find y- some of your stuff? Where now I'm uh, I want to check this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get some to you. <laughs> well, I was you know, and I, I would like to listeners to be able to tap into that as well, eh? You know. Yeah, you yeah you can find it on you can find it online. There's a there's a company called Blau Rock Press that has. Um, that 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 sells some of my stuff um yeah great that's amazing um mm-hmm. so uh where were what was we were we had a whole bunch of conversations going on before the week before we decided yes. to do it and now i'm, fine yes, and I'm like lost <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> so, so what what do you miss about prince george Oh, just it's. It, I, I just found it really very cozy. It was a, a cozy, it was a, a cozy, pretty community, and uh, I, I like that. I just found people very friendly, very warm, very friendly, very warm. And you know, um, Theatre Northwest has a, a really good following. People liked the shows that we were that we were putting on there, and I've I've done I've done a few there now. So people liked the shows that we were putting on there. Yeah, we worked on a couple. We worked on a Christmas Carol yeah. and Alice. We did. Alice in Wonderland and It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think I did It's a Wonderful Life. Didn't you do it? You didn't do that one? No, I didn't. Oh, no. Oh, I, I thought, oh, oh. 
No, well, there you go. To see it, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. Oh yeah, because it was. It's a Wonderful Life, the radio play. That became more than a radio. Play. And it was. I just, you know, and I that the way that was presented, I just and directed. I thought it was fantastic. I just loved that. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was a pretty special show. It was. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. And I try to I try to I try to explain people who uh, about Alice in Wonderland and how mm -hmm. and um, and Jack's vision of having a more diverse cast. Right, 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 right. Um, who was it that played Alice? Now the name her name escapes me. Oh yes, me too. That's terrible. Oh, uh, okay. Well. Um, yeah. You don't have a cast list in front no, of you. No, I don't. No, I, I, no, I don't. <laughs> um, but the fact that, you know, there's this, there's this image of Alice as being the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, um, wasp, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I like that Jack brought in... Um, Asian, dark-haired, beautiful, stunning woman, stunning and and wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful actor. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely, whole, she was wonderful. The whole cast was quite talented, actually. Yeah, I was. I loved that play. I loved doing that play. It was a challenge. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was really great fun. So, what have you got yeah. now? When you were when this whole pandemic sort of hit and everything had to shut down what were you working on i was working on richard the third at the strafford festival oh. so we were in the middle we were in the literally in the middle of rehearsal and everything came to an, an abrupt stop there was an there was like a, a, a town hall meeting and um we talked about what was going on and uh, and then we were sort of like uh, it was all brought to a stop yeah you know i i I, when I was at the newspaper, I was I would drive into work and I would I would notice you know that that there would be less and less traffic and it would be quieter and almost like eerily so. Yeah, and, yeah. And then we had a town hall at at the newspaper, and, mm -hmm. and we had to put things into place where people had to start working from home. And of course, and and I don't know how how was your your anxiety level must have must have uh, must have yes yes it it did it it did it's it's it still is because you know we we don't we don't we don't see an end in sight and so you know I'm still anxious about sort of how this will come to a conclusion and how the theater will emerge from all of this I'm so I'm a little. I'm still a little anxious around all of that stuff. Yeah, I I hope, <clears throat> and it's hard for theater, like especially theater, because it's like we talked just when we started here about that interaction, mm -hmm. right? That mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. symbiotic relationship between the audience and the and the audience, yeah. and and how do you can't produce that over the internet you can't produce that reproduce that on no no you can't you you need to be in the same room with people yeah the the internet the internet limits the connection 
I, I mean, it's, it's a great, I mean, it, it offers us the opportunity to do what we're doing right here, right now. True. But, True. but yeah, that, True. that. It'd be different, though, if we were in the same room. Oh. If you and I were in the same room, oh, definitely. it'd be completely different—a different kind of energy. I know. I uh, just—I just did a, a face-to-face podcast, the first one I've done in four months, and um, and yeah, that energy when you can see, when you can watch somebody thinking and yeah, yeah. their their body language and their. And you know how to, okay, so that body language tells me maybe I should steer away from this subject. Absolutely, absolutely. And you can't tell anything like that. Yeah. You can't really tell, yeah. Speaking of poetry, we the, the people I interviewed were editors of a magazine called Thimble, Thimbleberry. Uh-huh. And they promote um, a lot of writers and poets from, from Northern BC. Ah, yeah, and and most I mean creatives all over BC, but but I noticed that the magazine contains a lot of a lot of a lot of art, a lot of writers, mm-hmm. and a lot of poets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and they were so. I'm going to ask you a question that we talked about. I talked about with them. Now, when you when did you first? So when you you say you're a poet and and that's that but did you have to wait until you were published in order to feel that no i was you know what i'm I've trying to say right yes i've always been writing and drawing stuff so no i mean i always felt that i had an ability to um to create with words in a particular in a particular way, I didn't. I, I didn't have to be published to know that I could do that. But um, but it does. But being published does validate you in a certain kind of way. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We as as creative people, that validation. Although I mean, I'm older now, and I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> um, the validation, I think, when we're when we're new or younger or fresh mm-hmm. in, in whatever chosen creative field we we step into uh, i think that validation um somehow yeah you know that validation at that time in our lives is probably important yeah 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 i know the first time somebody said to me oh i don't like that somebody I cared about said to about a piece of artwork I was doing and, and she said, Oh, I don't like that. And at first I was like, <gasps> you know, and then I thought, Oh, well, you know what I do. And then I realized right then and there that it didn't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. That, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know, do you, do you create just for Roy? Yeah, I, I I do things. I do the things that um, I do the things that really uh, that please me. I do the things that are on my mind. But I've also done sort of things to order as well. Uh, uh, last year, I was in Henry VIII, and I was asked at the beginning of the rehearsal to write a new epilogue for the uh, for the play, and so I did. I wrote an epilogue for the play. So, so yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Mm. Some I was watching a I was watching a a show on Netflix called Home Games, and it's about about different sports throughout all over the world. Interesting, mm. interesting that that they don't you know not the big sports like football and 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 American football and, and and you know baseball those sorts of things, but but unique things like in Kyrgyzstan and and uh, different places and one and there was a, a quote that came up on the screen that said, if Shakespeare were alive today, he would be writing he would be writing wrestling. <laughs> he, would, he would be writing wrestling um, shows or something like that. Well, he'd be all over the map. I mean, the guy was, you know, the guy, uh, the guy could, uh, he could really write. He'd be writing all sorts of things. I'm pretty sure he probably would be doing something like that, but I'm sure he'd be doing other things too. His genius was, I mean, I think that it's, it's unfortunately like there's this sort of highbrow feeling, you know, about, about, about Shakespeare, what really is, is misplaced, I think, uh, if, if, if people were to really read and, and there's so many, um, his humor is so, I mean, some of it's right out in your face, but some of it's very subtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, I didn't, you know, in high school, I was like, oh, Shakespeare, I didn't care for it. I don't know about you. Well, it's like, it's, it's, uh, there's a distance between us and him of some 400 years. And so some of the things that he's making jokes about, we no longer know. I mean, you have to sort of have some sort of knowledge of, uh, the times that he was writing in to get some of the jokes and some of the stuff still works, still hits you in the head and uh, still, still makes you laugh. Yeah. The art, but the archaic language and is, is difficult too. Yeah, it's a, it is a, a it's a different time, a different time, a different people, a different culture. Um, where did you where did you start acting? Uh, in school, in in school, in uh, the first play I was in, I was I was Santa Claus in uh, a, a school play, and then I was one of the three wise men in a school play, and uh, and I so I started. I started acting in school, in in school plays. In England. In England, yeah. Did you start, did you start your professional career in, in? No, no, no. I started my professional career here. Yeah. In 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 Canada, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first play I was I was in as a cast member. Hmm. Um. Have you have you read? Have you are you familiar with the skin of our teeth? I am. I am. Thornton Wilder. Thornton Wilder is great. I, I've been in his. I've been in his play, um, Our Town. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was the woolly mammoth. <laughs> in, in, in of our teeth. We had we and back then. So this was a long time ago. This was. I'm okay. I'm not going to say how long ago. <laughs> We had the costume um, designer come in from Stratford when I was in Toronto, and that was in high school. Cool. And it was a it was a fantastic costume, yeah. So cool. And then my first stage managing uh, bit was that Scottish play. 
Right, right, right. I like that play. I love that. Well, for people, yeah. like, we're not in a theater right now, so I think I can say it. <laughs> for people that don't, for people that are unfamiliar with, with, uh, with that Scottish play, it's it's uh, Macbeth, and um, there's a. What is the lore around that? What is the, what is the myth around that, Roy? Oh. <laughs> I don't really pay much attention to it, but but, but it's about um, you. You shouldn't really. You, if you say if you say the name out loud, um, you'll bring all sorts of misfortune on the production itself. So people don't say the name. But um, I'm uh, I don't really sort of um, buy into that. It's like having the it's like having the the ghost light. The, the, right. the one bulb on the theater. Really, it's just so people don't trip and fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And what, um, so, wow, geez, Richard III, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it can be, that's difficult. How do you pick up? Where do you? I don't know what we're going to do. I honestly don't know. I mean, I think for a little while, people were sort of like still looking at their lines. And I think people have sort of put that stuff aside now because we just don't know when we're going to when we're going to sort of get back to rehearsal. Yeah. Or even even if we get back to rehearsal, what form that that rehearsal is going to take. We just don't know. So I, I put the I personally have put the play aside. Yeah. So what um, what projects are you writing? Um, well, there's, um, I'm writing poetry right now. So, um, but it's for, it's for a play and, and there's going to be some sort of open air, an open air festival, um, sort of down the street from where I am. So I'm preparing stuff for that open air festival and it'll be, and you know, it'll be sort of like, um, it'll be regulated by, um, by the the new laws that we all have to adhere to. There'll be, it'll be a socially distanced play. I don't think there's going to be more than 20 to 25 people a night during these little, during these, these presentations. And that's going to be interesting for me. But anyway, I'm preparing poetry for that event. Yeah, I wonder how, you know, like we talked, I, I, I haven't talked to Marnie, Marnie Hamagami, who's the general manager of the of theater. Of yes. I haven't had a chance to talk to her about the great Marnie, the great Marnie. Yeah, the great Marnie. Marnie is uh, 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 an interesting I got I'm trying to get her on the podcast, but she's been pretty. I'll call her the elusive Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> She's brilliant. She's brilliant, and and quite a force. She's she is a force in the community. I know. I'm I'm very well aware. Yeah. I'm very well. Yeah. Very well aware. Yeah. And um, so are you? Um, have you worked with Jack since theater? I have not. No, I haven't. I I haven't. Oh, my uh. uh since since you saw me, all of my work has been really very sort of focused around the Stratford Festival. So if if people aren't coming to the Stratford Festival, I'm not really seeing them. I'm not really I don't really have opportunities to um, to work outside of the festival unless unless I'm not working at the festival. Yeah. And last year was last year was well, it was pretty hectic. I, um, it was pretty hectic last year. So I was um, I was supposed to go to school. 
uh, in Niagara mm-hmm. for theater. Mm-hmm. For stage management, never. I made some poor choices as a youth. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so, are, are you saying that you would have gone to uh, you would have gone to college or university in, in Niagara, or you would have done, or you would have done some work at the Shaw Festival? No, no. I would have. Uh, I would have um, gone to school, mm-hmm. college. Would have gone to college, Niagara Niagara College Theater School. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I made some made some you know what and all the choices i and we make in life they bring us right to where we're supposed to be anyway yeah yeah so i don't know about you do you i don't regret any of the choices i made in life it's just what it is how do you feel about that uh the same i i don't have any regrets about working in the theater people have dedicated their life to the theater it's a it's a great art form it's a great art form it's an important art form and um i'm quite happy in it I'm quite happy doing work in it. I feel very, I feel very privileged to be working in the theater. I, uh, I know. Um, yeah. When I heard that the Mervishes were going to tear down the Royal Alec, mm-hmm. it was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. There's the oldest, isn't it the oldest theater in the country? I think it's one of them. Yeah, I brought my wife there to see her first play. She'd never seen a she'd never seen a, a professionally produced play. And so that was where you first took her to the Royal Alex. Yeah, we we went to Toronto. We were well, we went we we traveled from here. My parents lived near in Barrie, and mm-hmm. we, we went there and and they bought us a theater and a dinner kind of thing. Ah, uh, uh. I, I don't want to see Warhorse. I want to take. I want to take Kathy to see a more, a less, a less um, special effects, just more traditional, you know, very simple, very clean, minimalist sort of. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went to see Backbeat at the Royal Alex. Have you seen that? What was that? What did you say you saw there? We went to see Backbeat. I, I didn't again I didn't hear you. It's like it it's like you, it broke up. Oh, we went to see Backbeat. No, I've never seen it. Oh. The Ian Stewart story about the he was a John Lennon's friend. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, the whole story is beautiful story. Sad but but still beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance, if you ever get a chance to and it talks about their days in Berlin, the Beatles, and their and then the Berlin. Right. And, and, when they were starting. Yeah, when they were starting. So 62, 63, mm-hmm. you know, in that time. Very uh very well done. And I love the I love set and light. So I am working with somebody who who used to work at Theater Northwest, Lorana. I don't know if you remember Lorana. She was on the stage at at I do. Christmas. I do remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do remember her. Yeah. yeah. So she's the receptionist where I'm working now. Oh, oh, oh. Cool. Yeah. Roy. Yes. I am going to have to go now. We hardly oh, okay. Anything, but if, if there's um, what were we? T- what did we talk? We were had so many topics. Well, we, we can do it. I mean, if you like what we've just done, and uh, it's and you're able to edit it in, 
the way that you want to edit it, perhaps we could do another one. And I we would can, love and, and and we will uh, we will have we will have topics that we will dance around on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do a series. We could try that. I would like to do. Yeah. Okay. I would like. Um. Uh, let's see. Um. Letters from Stratford. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> or or musings from from Stratford. Do you have a muse? Do I have a muse? Um. Not currently. Not currently. I did have a muse, but she's no longer with us. Oh, so. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. What? So what? Then what? What drives you? Um. Well, I'm just driven by my desire to create things, but having a muse helps. Do you think? I wonder sometimes. Like I call my wife my muse. Mm-hmm. She's probably my best critic. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think a muse can be found in, I think a muse, for me, I think a muse can be found in so many other forms. Right, right. Santana, right. Carlos Santana is a muse for me. Uh, uh, when I listen to his music, suddenly I just have to create. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um I understand what you're saying. Just, but for me, when you said muse, I was thinking of, I was thinking of um, something more intimate. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't have that at this. I don't have that at the moment. I want. Do you get? What do you do when you get blocked? Do you do you get many? Like, do you get a creative block every now? Oh yeah, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Go for an early morning walk. Everything is everything is resolved in an early morning walk. It's fresh. Mm-hmm. I wish it were that easy for me. I I feel I know that I'm doing things creative and you know, but I'm not. I don't feel. I don't know if you ever feel this way. Do you ever feel like yes, I'm doing creative things, but I don't feel um, fulfilled? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, some jobs that you you have to take on, you're not really all that inspired by them, and um, they're not necessarily, and when that is the case, they're not necessarily artistically fulfilling. But, you know, some jobs you take on are just, just, you know, your head is exploding in in the joy of, in the joy of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, some just put food on the table, and some, some are just, yeah, like you say, joyful. Yeah, but it's yeah, exactly. Joyful is the word. Yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite? What is your favorite show? Well, <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, whatever I'm working on in the moment ah. is my favorite show. I mean, you you have to fall in love with the show. You have to fall in love with the work you're doing. You know, and so whatever I'm doing in the moment is my favorite show. When I was doing Richard the Third, I lo- I was loving every minute of it. Richard the Third, I remember when mm. I come back for Al. You when I met you, like I, we talked about uh, Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and I saw you in what was the line? I think it was from Richard the Third. Once more into the breach. 
Did it? That's Henry V. That's Henry the Fifth. Was it Henry the Fifth? Okay, thank you for correcting me. But I used it anyways. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people. Um, I try to explain people what it's like to work in a theater, and 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 I I and I just cry because mm. it's so. Mm. It's it's a. Well, you know, it's hard to explain. You can't explain it to people. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any yeah. endeavor, when you say, you know, I'm I do something in the arts, people look at you with incredulity, and and then try to explain it to them. It just becomes so emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roy, thank you for taking the time to visit with me. You're very welcome. And- it was a pleasure. And I, I may, and perhaps we can do it again. Oh, I would love to do it again. Absolutely, without a doubt. I will. Um, I'm going to. I'm, I don't usually edit these much, so mm-hmm. what I'm saying here will be in in the podcast. I just put mm-hmm. the intro at the front and a little outro at the end, and um, I will send you a link. It'll probably be. It'll probably have this up in a couple days. Okay, lovely. Lovely. Roy Lewis uh, from Stratford, actor, poet, playwright. Oh, have you thought about directing? I have directed. You have directed. Mm-hmm. To, to, to the list. <laughs> Add it. <laughs> so many, you know, and I and this is wonderful because because these are things that I didn't know about you. So I get to learn. I get to learn about my friend from 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 afar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I well, I, I, yeah. Well, what were well, you gonna say? I was gonna say it's been fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Roy. Take care, Michael. Take care. Thanks to our sponsor, the Community Arts Council of Prince George and District, otherwise known as Studio 2880. Arts North was produced, recorded, and edited at Strange Trip Studios in Prince George, British Columbia. If you want more great content, check out our Facebook page, Arts North BC, our website, artsnorthbc.wixsite.com forward slash arts dash north. For video content, go to Arts North on YouTube. I'm Michael Cast for Arts North.